0: You're listening to the I Just Finished Work podcast with me, Riche where I'm joined by a special guest, um Carrie. Hi Carrie. Hello. So, um, for those of you if you haven't listened yet, Carrie um and I we have put on an episode. Um, Carrie is an author, her book Whiskers Abroad is out, so you can listen to that episode where you can hear more about that um and where you can buy and follow. But in this episode, we're talking about something completely different, and we're talking about worst job interview experiences. So Kavi has warned me that she has a ton.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I managed to do it, but somehow I managed to pick these worst places to send my resume to. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so Kavi is based in the US. Um, she's based in Houston, Texas um for those of you who don't know but you should know by now so i am in birmingham england so it's two different people in two different parts of the world with their worst job interview experiences so carrie i'm gonna allow you i'm gonna give you the honor of going first <laughs>
1: all righty so, so. i guess i'll just start with one that was just really odd <laughs> to put it mildly Okay. okay in fact, it's the only job interview where the woman made me cry afterwards.
0: Oh gosh! <laughs>
1: Which oh, is no. I don't know why I don't know why I cried. I shouldn't have. I was just like so angry and frustrated. I cried. But anyway, I got the interview and they said, you know, show up in the office building. It's a downtown office high rise. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're doing construction in the lobby, so you have to go down to the basement. And there's a guy there sitting at a desk, and he will ring you up. You know, he'll call you and we'll come get you. I'm like okay, basic standard stuff, right? No. Mm-hmm so I go and the guy calls him up and I take a seat and I even get there like 15 minutes early you know The interview's at nine and they're 8 45 yeah and I normal. wait mm-hmm. and I wait and I wait so about 8 15 I was like can you ring her again so he does and then I wait again for another 15 minutes now it's 9 30 and about 9 45 so I've been there an hour and I'm the guy's like, I'm so sorry. He's apologizing. I'm like, you have nothing to do with this company. You're- <laughs> uh-huh. But finally, HR calls me and she goes, where have you been? I'm like, I've been sitting here waiting for you to call me up like you said you would. And like he rang and left you the message. She's like, well, you weren't there. You are lying to me. You're just a
0: liar. <laughs> what the hell?
1: And I was like, you're calling me the HR is calling me a liar, <laughs> <laughs> and I was so just like stunned and like rattled by that. And I was just like, I don't know, that just upset me so much. I'm like, started tearing up. And the, the guy at the desk was like patting my arm. He's like, "It's okay, it's okay." And I was like, "You know what, lady, never mind." And I hung up the phone. And he's like, "You don't want to work for them anyway." <laughs> oh my! So I go home and. I get another phone call once I get home and it's the woman I'm supposed to interview with, not the HR lady, but the woman. And she goes, the HR didn't even tell me you were coming in today. I took today off. And I was like, oh, well, you know, sorry. They She set it up and she told me, I thought you knew, I thought you'd be there. And she's like, oh, do you want to come back next week and do it? And I'm like, no, no, I, no. <laughs> and then it gets better. The HR woman called me back again to tell mm-hmm. me that I misread the email she sent me and I was supposed to meet them for the interview. Because I guess she didn't know the other woman had already called me and said she was not in the office that day. But Mm-mm. she said I was supposed to go and meet the woman I'm interviewing with in the parking garage. What? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> and I was like, and if you had told me that, there's no way I was going to show up. <laughs> Because that sounds very sketchy. That sounds so <laughs> dodgy. Can you imagine? It's <laughs> <laughs> like I'm going to go work for a corporation and they want to interview me in the parking garage. I'm like, mm, what, what do they want me to do?
0: <laughs> I was going to say, what kind of company was this? Because imagine like getting an, an email invite for an interview and it's like, oh, but can you meet me in the parking in the parking lot behind this restaurant. (laughs) I
1: I was like, okay, it didn't say that in the email. And even (laughs) if it did, I definitely would not have set this up any, I would not have gone any further. It was Um, an oil and gas company. And at that time I was doing division order work, which here in the United States, that means I'm the one who's divvies up everybody's money in the oil well that invested or has a lease so they get paid. It's Uh really dry,
0: boring stuff. (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, uh, they wanted to meet you in the (laughs) parking (laughs) lot. I was like, oh,
1: no. So, yes. And I'm like, I don't know why that whole thing upset me so bad. Because I didn't even really want to go work there. Because they had a really horrible reputation in the industry as being a not so great place to work. But really, I did it because I was like, oh, I want to sharpen my interview skills.
0: Yeah. And that did not sharpen any skills, let me tell you. <laughs> but you know what? I think it's also because when you go for a job, interview, especially when you have to go into the building, it's a lot of mental preparation. So you you have to really psych yourself up. You prepare yourself. You have to go travel there. You have to do all of this stuff. So for then that to be the outcome, it's so frustrating that I can understand why you start to, you start to cry out of frustration.
1: Right. Yeah, I think it's more frustrating. Yeah. And it being affi- I was offended cuz I'm like you're calling me a liar?
0: <laughs> like yeah. you said it three times.
1: I got it the first
0: time. <laughs> okay, yeah. And you know what? It's people like her that give her HR a bad rep because I'm in HR and we're trying to get that stigma away from from HR so it's people like her that really make it seem as though a HR personnel just yeah. do not care for the employees or for prospective employees or candidates or anything like that right
1: yeah and I my experience is like most HR is not like that mm-hmm. but there's a few kind of squirrely
0: ones <laughs> yeah no <laughs> Definitely. Okay, so your one, yeah, your one was pretty, pretty harsh. I mean, I just said it does it does sound very dodgy. Can I just say it almost sounds like one of those, um, like scam interviews, right? Yeah, You know, like where, where they don't take you into the building for the interview, but they take you like, to a restaurant down the road, or as you said, in the car park, or just somewhere else around the corner um, to give you an interview.
1: Yeah, it reminds me of like the time one of my friends, we were just kind of a couple years out of college, and he had a job interview, and the guy's like, meet me in the parking lot. And he's like, why am I meeting him in the parking lot? And he meets him in the parking lot, he said the guy opened up his trunk, and it was full of like stuffed animals. And he goes, your job is to go sell these stuffed animals for $2 each, and you get to keep $1. (laughs) He's like, you want me to sell stolen stuffed animals?
0: Wait, what? And it was like going on.
1: It was like advertised in the paper. You know, it sounded like a legitimate job. Like it sounded like it said marketing. You know, work in our marketing department. (laughs) Wait, 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 what? (laughs) I when he told me that, I just could not stop laughing.
0: But the thing is, though, even let's say, okay, fine, but that's not even marketing. That's sales. That's the sales department.
1: (laughs) I (laughs) I guess maybe he thought people would respond more if he said marketing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe the marketing department was in the next car park. I right.
1: down. Here, let me drive you to the next parking lot where we can talk to oh, HR.
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Oh my god. What am, what's wrong? What's up with the US and wanted to meet in car parks? I, I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I haven't heard any stories like that here, like people meeting in car parks and stuff like I have so this isn't my experience, but I did have a friend who he applied for a job um he had interview he had a face-to-face interview um he also had one like online this was before the whole pandemic and everything he had one online um and then he got the job and so they asked him to send through his right to work documents like his passport and stuff and he did and they gave him a start date and everything so he went he was dressed in his suit you know ready to start his first day And he gets to the building and he goes in and the company just wasn't there. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, like it was a complete scam. They had just like built this thing up for some time, um, scammed some kind. of. But I was trying to say, like, I don't understand what their end game was. Because from what I understand, he didn't pay them any money. But he also gave them his passport, like a copy of his passport. Yeah. Yeah, So I was thinking, okay, maybe that's. That angle. might have been the
1: end game to get copies of passport numbers yes. and stuff.
0: Yes, which is kind of scary because I guess normally when you hear about scams, you just think money, right? But this didn't involve money at all. It was literally just he gave his passport and, but it's weird that the lens scammers will go through because right. they interviewed. Him. <laughs> <laughs> they gave him two interviews, not even one. He had two interviews, and yeah, crazy. Um. I guess for me, like one of my worst job interview experiences. So I wanted to do, um, some work experience within law and within a law firm, I should say, um, because I wanted to do a conversion course over here. I had done my graduate degree in a business degree. So I did business law and I wanted to convert it to a law degree. Um, and over here you can do like a one year intensive course. Um, and that will convert your business degree into a law degree. So before I did that, I wanted to get some some experience first under my belt within a law firm um, And so I had this year where I'd finished my 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 graduate degree um, and now I was back in Birmingham and just trying to find like different work to do. and when I had seen this this advert, I was like, oh, perfect. like great, let me go and you know well, let me apply and everything like that. So it went pretty quickly in the sense that once I applied, they contacted me very, very quickly. Um, they seemed really professional, like on the phone and everything. And so I get there. Now, they weren't in the, one of the best parts of Birmingham, but either way, like I was just like, it's fine. It was like in a tall, high-rise building. Um, but it was really weird. Once I went inside, <laughs> the the inside was like white walls, but it was quite empty. It was almost as if, like, it was going through some renovation, but there was no one there, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, So it was just white walls, and then there was a lift. So almost like, you know, um, Bruce Almighty, when he enters. Yeah, he enters- yeah, Bruce- yeah. Yeah, and he enters <laughs> that, that white, like, there's just white everywhere, like, on the walls and stuff, like, white paint. So, um, so there was a lift, and I went into the lift, because they had told me, like, what floor to go to, so I go up to the floor, and when I get there, a guy greets me. And it's one of the guys that I had been speaking to. And I was just really shocked at his appearance in the sense that he looked very scruffy. Not the typical appearance you would probably think for someone working in a solicitor's office. Right. Um, but then secondly, he was wearing a suit that was like bigger than him. It was almost as if he was playing dress up.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: was very strange but because in that moment i guess i can say i was desperate for this work experience i you know when like red flags are like coming to you but i still yes, just ignored yes, them i was yes. like this guy looks really uh, like odds but anyway and then he took me to another guy now mind you i don't see anyone else on this floor it's literally just him and then he takes me to an a quote-unquote office but in this office was literally a desk Honestly, these guys are playing. We're playing. I don't know. Um, let's pretend to to work at a solicitor's office or whatever. Because I go in there and there's this other guy sitting at the desk. Um, and I sit down and I'm trying to be very professional. And to be fair, like what was coming out of their mouth was very what you would expect in a job interview. So um, I have this interview now, but both of them, they just both looked so dodgy. And even like looking back on it, I'm like, I'm surprised you stayed there for as long as I. because even what the other one was wearing as well it was just once again not what you'd expect for someone to be in who works at a solicitor's office um he was just in a very casual jumper um was just in jeans and the interview was so so basic um even though the way they were talking sounded very very professional but the interview was just so so basic and then they were like you know what we'll we'll offer you the job you have the job you can start on Monday yeah. so I was like so I was like oh okay thank you so I think that kind of trumped everything else I was like okay it seemed dodgy but I have I have this two weeks work experience so right, I'm right. happy right so I leave um and I guess you know once I had left I guess the whole day was just kind of telling me you say this is weird because even when I left the place it was raining a little bit but um, I guess while I had been there, it been, had been raining a lot. So a few puddles had formed inside the road. But, and as I was walking to the bus stop, like a truck came by and like splashed me with the puddle. Oh. But even that couldn't make me sad. I was like, I have my two <laughs> <wins."> <laughs> Like, I'm happy, right? So I get the bus into the city centre because I had to get one into the city centre and then one out again back home. So I get the bus to the city centre, and then when I'm in the city centre, um, I'm just, like, walking around. I'm still very happy. I'm like, okay, I'm planning out my month now because I'm like, all right, wait, wait, so I'll start on Monday, um, and then I'll be doing that for two weeks and whatever. So then I look at my phone. It had been in my bag this whole time, and I noticed that I had a missed call from them. So I was thinking, why are they calling me already? So I called them back, and it was the guy who was wearing, like, the really big suit. Um oh, and he was just like, oh, we we can't offer you the job. And I was like, well, why not? And he was like, oh, we just realized that we can't offer you the job.
1: <laughs> we just and realized just... we're not a real company. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're, we're, we're finished playing, um, play, playing games now. Like, we're just not going to <laughs> offer you anything. And I was just, I was a bit perplexed, but then I was just thinking, Ushe, that, of course they can't offer you a job. Like, you had red flags the whole time. Like, they were dodgy. Like, that's not a real right, right, penny. Right. But then also, the longer I thought on it, and when the days went by, I was thinking, you know what? Why? It's situations like that, that when you look back on, could have been quite dangerous. Oh, yeah. You,
1: yeah, you have no idea what they're up to.
0: <laughs> you have no idea. And the fact that in the building, I saw no one. I, I literally saw no one else. It was actually just these two in the building um and so the more I looked back on that I was like that could have been a really uh, had, could have had a different outcome right do you know what I mean and I'm sure yeah, no, someone totally. somewhere yeah I'm sure someone somewhere has maybe experienced something like that but they That's weren't scary. Able- it's very very scary <laughs> so I think I think it's the more I look back that I say that that was a really bad job interview experience because it could have just gone left very quickly you know
1: Right, yeah, I I hear you. scary. I've never had had anything like that, but I've had, you know, kind of your typical arrogant male interviewer, you know, kind of being sexist. (laughs) You know, I went to interview this company. I interviewed with who would be my direct boss first, and the office was all women. And Mm -hmm. I met them all, and they seemed great. But red flag number one, speaking of red flags, red flag number one was like, they didn't use any industry software, like everything was done handwritten or on Excel spreadsheets. And I'm thinking, that's a lot of extra work you're adding to yourself for no reason other than someone's being cheap. They don't want to buy the license. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And then when the boss, the owner, CEO, president, whatever you want to call him, was mentioned, everybody kind of gave each other sideway looks, you know? And they're like, well, he wants to interview you. I'm like, I should have known right then and there. It's like, no, thank you. I'm leaving. <laughs> oh. I go and I interview him and it's going. O- it's going okay. You know, not great, <laughs> but it's it's going. And then he's like, if you hire, if I hire you, will you cook dinner for me every night? What? And I was like, no, that's not part of my job. And he's like, it's part of everyone's job to cook a man a meal. Oh, <laughs> like, uh, no, it's not. And then he asked a couple other weird kind of questions like, you know, I don't even remember. Cause I, at that point I kind of quit listening. <laughs> I was all, I, I was looking at an exit strategy at that point. I'm like, I don't want to work for a place where a guy, a man boss is looking like, oh, your job is to cook dinner. <laughs> yeah. At, at work. <laughs> and, and then he goes, and then he goes, oh, I just like to mess with people. That's all I'm doing. I'm just messing with you. And I'm like, Okay, that's even worse. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. When? What? What year was that? It wasn't that long ago. It's probably twenty thirteen. It's about ten years
0: ago. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> you know what though? Like you saying that because him saying, "Oh, I'm just messing with you." Like, have you heard about some employers giving like tests to their candidates? Like, for example, the other day I. Heard about there's a company that one of their interview questions, well, no, it's not a question actually. So what they do when the candidate comes in, they offer them a hot drink. And then if they have like a coffee or whatever, um, they then see what they do with the cup once the interview is over. And if they don't take it back to the kitchen, then that's a sign that they're not gonna fit into the company culture.
1: Well, typically you wouldn't bring it back to the kitchen because in a sense, you're the guest there for the
0: interview. Honestly, I, I find those things so annoying offensive. and very <laughs> offensive. Yes. It's like, why are you testing them on what they're going to do with the cut? Number one, people are anxious normally when right. they're in interviews. So there are some things that they wouldn't do in normal situations. And one of those things is taking the cut back to the kitchen.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would. I wouldn't take it back. I would just leave it there because I'm like, that's what you
0: do. So then Kavi, ex- you, you wouldn't be hired.
1: <laughs> I would have been hired now.
0: <laughs> I mean, me neither. I just find that so annoying. Why Why are you testing them on that? So if they have a great interview and their knowledge is there, but they don't bring the cut back, that's Yeah, that's, that- that's
1: dumb. But then again,
0: that's probably a place you don't want to be working. Exactly. Exactly. And they love to tie stuff like that into company culture. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did have an interview. It
1: was kind of like it was weird because I've only had one interview ever like this. And mm-hmm. I don't think they're typically like this United States It was basically like a cattle call. Like I got to the place, they're like, Oh, you want to interview? Can you interview at 9:30? I'm like, okay. And they're like, We're gonna have the short test you have to take in a typing test. I'm like, okay. And I get in there and it's an auditorium, and there's a hundred other people in there for the job interview. And I was like, Oh. But they said they're like, oh, we've got like four or five positions and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, okay. So we took a test like we were in college. Everyone's sitting at a desk in an auditorium filling the little bubbles on Scantron. <laughs> 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 so you turned that in and then you went into a little closet basically with a laptop and then they you took a typing test. I'm like, okay. And I was like, I don't know what this is for, honestly, because they were very vague about the job. <laughs> They were just like, we have ties to the UK. That was all they really said. (laughs) And I got, (laughs) that was
0: a styling point. (laughs) I don't even know what the job
1: was for, but I got called back and they're like, we're looking for someone to be an assistant to the CEO when, you know, the British CEO, when he comes over and he comes over quite a bit. I was like, oh, okay, you know, fine, whatever. And they're like, you made it to the final round. I'm like, oh yeah, there's like now four of us. And then they made me take another test. And it was about British expressions, (laughs) what they meant. And I knew none of them. (laughs) I was just like, how is any of this relevant? (laughs) Right. Oh, my gosh. I wish I could remember some of them and ask you because I'm like, I couldn't even kind of deduce what they meant. (laughs) (laughs) I tried. I was like, finally, I'm like, oh, this is dumb. I don't need this job.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what, though? It sounds like that was like an assessment center. We have a few of them over here.
1: And I'm sure, but it wasn't presented like that. They presented it as the company itself hiring. But it could have been they were going through, you know, like a recruiting agency or something.
0: No, no, no. What I mean is that over here, so there are companies, um, and especially when it's like an entry level position, um, they'll have like assessment centers. Um, So it's not through the agency, but they'll have like like, a a lot of people will come in. Um, And then, yeah, you have to do like different tests and things like that. Like I remember I've had to do a few and the way they word it is very suspicious because they won't won't make it known that it's an assessment center. Um, They'll just say, come along for an interview. Um, But then when you get there, there's like 20 other people there. Um, so it's like oh my god for me those ones are okay it's the group interviews that I hate oh I've never had a group interview interview. oh you're lucky because now you're like competing for your life (laughs) right and I hate it so so much especially when it's like a panel of interviewers and you're all just sitting there and they normally give you like a case study and they want to see how each of you um analyze it and how you like break it apart and things like that and so you're trying to be the one who you know who who speaks the most and has more strategy but then in other moments you don't want to speak too much because it doesn't seem like you're just talking just to talk sake you know um so I I really really hate group interviews but luckily like I haven't had one recent like in recent years but when I was younger like late teens early 20s I had quite a few of the assessment centers and the uh, the group interviews.
1: Hmm, interesting. Yeah, as far as I know, there's not a whole lot of that in the United States, but maybe there is. And I'm just now not, I'm at a point in my job searches that I wouldn't be going to anything like that. I,
0: I don't know. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I've only had that one like mass cattle call job <laughs> interview.
0: I love how you call it a cat call, though, because I've never <laughs> seen it like that, but that's literally what it is. <laughs> that's an interesting um um viewpoint. Oh gosh, Carrie, this has been fun to <laughs> hear <laughs> your your experiences um with your with your worst job interviews. Do you have another one that trumps the parking lot one? No-
1: I think the parking lot one is probably the tops. But I did mm-hmm. have one that was going really well. I thought the interview, you know, I was answering the questions, you know, we were getting along well. And then he just stopped and sat there in silence. So I'm like, Are you okay? And then he looked at me, he goes, You look like a nice person. You need to get out of here. This is a horrible place to work. Oh wow. Run. I'm like,
0: run. <laughs> so I shook hands and I ran. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well done to him for being honest. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, well, okay. <laughs> oh wow, bless his heart. That takes a lot for someone to do that. I think that's
1: that's someone at the end of their rope. They're they're yeah, they've had it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. I wonder if anyone asked him about that interview. Like, oh, so how did how did it go? So we're just like. Oh, yeah, I don't know why, but I don't think she's the right yeah, as Yeah, well. she's a bad match. <laughs> yeah, I don't think she'll the the, cult, the culture, you know. <laughs> she didn't yeah. take her cut back to the kitchen, so. <laughs> so that's, that's really funny. Oh, my God, bless him. Wherever he is now, bless his heart. Um, but, yes, thank you so much, Carrie, for coming on and sharing your worst job interview experiences I hope you've had like loads of great interview experiences as well to like bounce them out
1: yeah not really I did have one that was a great experience and then
0: I didn't get the job (laughs) oh that's okay it was a good experience but you know what from a HR perspective from like for me as long as you had a really good candidate experience (laughs) then that's really good (laughs) yeah I think why I didn't get that job
1: was because I really wanted the job like all the other jobs I could care less about, like, yeah, whatever. But this one I really wanted, and I think that's why I didn't get it.
0: <laughs> Wait, what do you mean, though? Why do you mean that's why you didn't get it?
1: Oh, I just kind of feel like if you really want, desperately want the job, you're not going to get it. It's just luck, bad luck,
0: a sense ah. of desperation. <laughs> ah, okay. That's an but interesting it was, perspective.
1: It was going to be an interesting job because one of the perks to the job was that it was like they made drumsticks. And one of the perks of the jobs is you get to practice an hour in their practice room. Everybody did. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you played the drums or the marimbas or some other percussion, you could go in there and practice every day. And I was like, well, I don't play the drums. I'm like, can I take lessons? And they're like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> so okay. I was looking forward to getting my hour in practice
0: Monday <laughs> through Friday. <laughs> or maybe they thought that's all you wanted. <laughs> they probably did
1: they're like she just wants to practice and get yeah. paid
0: <laughs> oh my god thank you so much Kavi, once again for coming no. on yeah thank you for having me on it's been a lot of fun it really really has um yeah so thanks again um and as i said earlier guys she we, we did do another episode together where she talks about her book because she's an author her book whiskers abroad so make sure to check that out um carby give your socials again on on this episode
1: okay you can check me out at my website which is carriecarterwrites.com and that's carrie with an ie and it's also carrie carter writes on facebook and instagram
0: Perfect. Thank you. So yes, you have you have been listening to I just finished work podcast with myself, Ishay, and my guest Carrie. Um, and make sure you tune in to the next episode. We will continue the conversation. Bye.